Hey everybody, welcome to episode 76 of Literary Disco, Story Songs 2, The Reckoning. So, way back when we were a wee podcast, only 12 episodes wee in, our co-host Todd Goldberg convinced Julia and I to do an entire episode on story songs. That's songs where the main purpose is to convey a narrative. And thanks to Todd's choices of Harry Chapin and baseball trivia-based <laughs> songs, it was an utter disaster. So much so that we are doing it again. How dare you. So today is all about story songs once more. I am actor and filmmaker Ryder Strong. Joining me and interrupting me a bunch are essayist and radio personality Julia Pistel and novelist and critic Todd Goldberg. Hi, I, guys. I just want to make it clear that... Um, those songs that I picked last time are goddamn American classics. They are ripped from the songbook of America. <laughs> well, Harry Chapin, I'll give you. Harry Chapin is, you know. but <laughs> I feel that listeners are going to really need to go back, press pause, go download the other episode, and listen to us yell at each other. Because if you guys aren't caught up on this stupid baseball shit, you're not going to... Make it through oh, this episode. Well, I think we could just ignore. I don't know why I agreed to do this the second you know, time. Yeah, you're not a big story songs person. <laughs> I, I didn't pick any songs yeah, about baseball this time. Like, that shouldn't yeah, that shouldn't already... be an issue. You know what I mean? Like that shouldn't even be something you need to declare. <laughs> I did. I avoided baseball. Like who knows what baseball songs are? Like the only baseball song They're... worth talking about is "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." After that, it's like oh, oh and and the charge theme, right? Other than that, there should not be any uh, songs about baseball. The, the charge theme. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, the only I, I song it. about. I don't need lyrics about baseball. It's like, <laughs> well, and I think I think listeners may be somewhat confused by what a story song actually is because I I went to Twitter, um, and again, listeners, if there's something on Twitter and you think you're talking to anyone but me, you're not. You're talking to uh, me. Uh, wait, sometimes, sometimes Julie gets on. If if you get a response that says thanks, that's me. Right. If you get a snarky. Um, <laughs> Go fuck yourself response. That's Todd. Right. right. If you get no response, that's yeah. Ryder. I do read um, them. I do read them. I just don't. Yeah, he does. He does read them. Um, so I went to Twitter and I asked our listeners. I went to Facebook and asked our listeners to give us story songs. And then we created a playlist on Spotify called Literary Disco's Ultimate Guide to the Story Song, of which currently there are 30 followers, which means there's at least 30 very sad people in the world. Um, but people started submitting story songs and a lot of them actually were songs with plots. And then a lot of them were just songs, right? Good songs so with good rule, lyrics maybe, or like, yeah, right. lyric focused songs, which are not quite the same thing. Yeah. Like there, there's one song that I really, um, dislike that someone picked. Hold on. Um, I think okay, it was called good. death. It's a 12 minute song called death. And it's just about a guy dying and it's just, you know, I get that there's that there's a little bit of a story in death, but there was not a twist in the plot. But then there's like a U2 song. It's just lyrics. We need a story or a metaphorical realization at the conclusion of the song that, oh my God, we've gone through something. We've, we've existed in something larger. Now, Can I say the other people something? that don't understand this are Julia. Julia doesn't know yeah. this. <laughs> I... This is going to be a rough night for me because, as I said in the upper, other episode, I'll say it again, when I listen to music, I really barely listen to the words. So this is a struggle for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm musically trained. I, you know, there's songs I've heard thousands of times. I have no idea what they're about. Um, 
And I think you're really hard. I think your definitions are very narrow. No, I mean, okay. Oh. Well, like, let, let's say, um, like, a couple people I noticed or somebody put into our list a, a great song by Ray LaMontagne called Jolene. Okay? Now, that's a... I put that yeah, out. Put that's not a story song. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. There, there, is, there is a story with that song. What? What's the story? That's Tell story. me the story. <laughs> you know, Jolene's done him wrong. Yeah, exactly. That's every... So then any song that's a breakup that's a song premise. becomes a story song. That's a premise. <laughs> There's no what, about, what about Jolene by Dolly Parton, where she is talking to that's Jolene kind of saying, a story song, but really... Don't take my man. No, that's dialogue, right? Like, that is a, a whole story in dialogue, basically. Which, right. Yeah, you, could, you could argue, but there is definitely a narrative to that song. Like, we know that there's a love triangle or, you know, that there's a, a woman that sh- is threatening to take her man. That, right. that, that's a little bit more of a story. But, like, I, I feel like a story song, you have to know exactly what is happening and there has to be some sort of turn within it that, that the turn is not emotional. The turn right. is not uh, a word-based or lyrical or metaphorical. The turn is narrative. You know, An actual actually, plot. Yeah, there's some okay. kind of plot. I mean, I think that's the strict definition. But then again, there's all these weird, you know, in-between songs. Like last time the, I talked about the Van Morrison song, Madam George, which to me is a beautiful, somewhat narrative song, but I can't tell you what it's really about. You know, like I can't say, oh, it's a story of Madame George, this drag queen who did this thing and this one night this happened. But there are moments within the song that are very narrative. And I remember back at the time I said, like, it's not really a, a good example of a story song, but I wanted to play it anyway just because I love it and I wanted to talk about good lyrics. Really what we should do is have an episode that's just about great songwriting or great lyrics. Because well, this whole that's what a great story song that. is. That's what that's what these songs should be. Since if they're telling a story and a compelling one, doesn't the writing have to be good? Well, actually, I don't know if that's true because there's some songs that I like that are story songs that are just horrible songs that right. just aren't very good songs at all. Oh, now you admit. <laughs> I mean, I think that you know. I mean, always our weak spot, and I'm going to throw this out right away is. You know, like, some of the songs with the strongest stories are country songs, right. and none of the three of us are very well versed in that. So, I mean, I immediately thought of a Dixie Chick song called Earl Had to Die, which right. is two yeah. women plotting the death of this. That's it's a, a great song. song. It's a story song. But, oh, it's, I mean, it's like, this happened, then this right. happened, then this happened. And it's one of the few songs that I know, I think, every word to, even though it's not, like, in my top ten. But it's not like the writing is incredibly sophisticated but yet by virtue of you know the story and the musical writing being so compelling you know it's a popular song right mm. and then there's you know what I'm saying there's... it's not like the lyrics are rich and beautiful and like no. even that thoughtful it's just and that's usually story 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 right story. that's usually the way a story song works and that's why story songs and I may have said this on our last episode but story songs make for bad repeat listening often you know, because it's like the first time you hear it is when you go, oh, he grew up and his son, he, he, his son became just like him and he's ignoring him like he was ignoring his son. <laughs> and you get that and you go like, ah, oh, that's it. Then you don't really need to hear the song again. Although well, that one's maybe a bad example because that's a but that, great, that's a, song. That song but, that, that you're mentioning, Ryder, which is Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin, one of the uh, songs about bad parenting that inexplicably was turned into a Super Bowl commercial about mm-hmm. good parenting. Yeah. Um, is also, I think, part of the strange misinterpretation, and maybe this goes back to what Julia is talking about, of what story songs mean. But 
I think that's why I can listen to them over and over again. So, for instance, I know I've talked on the show a lot about um, my gigantic love of uh, Jason Isbell, but his album Southeastern, there's a, there's a great song called Elephant um, that I actually didn't pick as one of my story songs this time, but it's about a guy um, talking to a woman who's dying of cancer. Um, and I have listened to that song pretty much every single day for two years. And I don't know why I listen to it constantly other than it's moving and interesting. But every time I listen to it, I get something different out of it. I don't enjoy the song in the, hey, I'm going to tap my foot to this song. Um, and I know my wife doesn't enjoy the song because I play it and she's like, please, for the love of God, Stop could it. we not hear this woman die of cancer again in our house? But I find it so emotionally edifying. Would you say that... All right, so here's the differentiation I want to make in this genre I feel like you made up. It, no, so this, this is the thing the that exists. <laughs> what's the difference between a story song and a song that takes place in a scene? So, like, for example, um, when you said that, I thought of Cat Stevens' father and son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's great about that song is it's a dialogue and nothing happens but their exchange of ideas or actually, you know, their misinterpretation of each other's ideas is the song. Now, it's not a plot, but it's certainly a scene with two strong characters with strong points of view. So where does that fall? I think that is a story song. Ooh, you have a broad definition of story. I do. Then. I do. I'm he really does. He does. <laughs> well, it depends whether or not I like the song. If I like the song, then I can cram it into my definition of what is good. <laughs> If I don't like the song, okay. I can then immediately discount it. Okay. Well, this is, right. is going to be interesting because I actually chose two songs that I think almost don't fit my own definition of story songs. Um, I, I have four songs to present today, and two of which I'm totally picking just because I, I want to talk about great lyrics, and they're barely story songs. Uh, my, but, but it's a good songwriter who has done a lot of story songs. So my my, my two songs that I want to play, one of them is very clearly a story song. And then one of them might be more like a confessional, but has a story in the middle of it. But I'm okay. I'm sure let's you guys... Let's just dive have, right in. Let's just dive I, right in. Who right. wants to start? Who wants to start? Let's do it. Let's, let's uh, hear your first one, Ryder. What's your okay. first one? Well, the, the, what I wanted to talk... I, I, you know, so what happened last time after we did our Story Songs episode is um, I decided to post a collection of my favorite Story Songs on Facebook. Um, so you can go onto the Literary Disco Facebook page and I have a list of some of my favorite Story Songs and, and I describe why I like uh, my, the absolute top favorites. But I think I, I made a list of like over 20 songs. Um, and these, I decided to just pick two of the ones that I talked about on there that I think are great story songs. And the reason I picked the two of them together is because they are both um, similar subject matter, but told in completely different tones. So the first one is a song by one of the greatest story songwriters of all time, uh, Mr. Bruce Springsteen. Um, and he he's a, a master of writing whole albums that are story song albums. Um, I'm thinking of Nebraska and yeah. The Ghost of Tom Joad in particular. And I think he's done more albums like those, but those are the two that I know the best where he actually um, 
tells, you know, he, he creates narrators, uh, different personas singing these different songs from completely, you know, lives that he couldn't have lived. Like in Ghost of Tom Jode, he sings, you know, from the point of view of migrant workers um, in California. And, and I guess apparently researching Ghost of Tom Jode, he actually um, drove around California on a motorcycle and talked to people and got their stories. Um, but my favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all time. Can you imagine, though, you're just, you're just chilling in your farm yeah, in in, some, in Central California, and a guy knocks on the door. Hey, I just uh, just a couple to hear questions your for you. Just <laughs> you got any stories? What you got? Spruce Pixie. That would be okay, disconcerting. So which Springsteen song am I googling? So here? you're gonna you're gonna. There's a song called Straight Time. And um, so the, the, what the the reason I picked the two songs I did is because they are both crime story songs. Mm-hmm. They're uh, uh, crime genres. They involve guns, but one is very funny and one is incredibly tragic. The first one by the Bruce Springsteen is called Straight Time and is an incredibly tragic song, and it tells the story of a man getting out of prison and um, trying to live a normal life, but feeling the pressure. Uh, first from just, you know, being able, not being able to get a job. And then he has an uncle, I think it's his uncle or some guy who's wants him to do a job with him, like an illegal job and slipping him money. And the, the most incredible moment of the song comes from, he's trying to live this normal life with his wife and his kids. And he, he has this line that just kills me every time I hear it, where his wife, Mary, of course, cause all Bruce Springsteen songs involve somebody named Mary. <laughs> Uh, right. It says, you know, Mary, uh, I, I'm, I'm tossing my little babies high. Mary smiles, but she watches me always out of the corner of her eye. And it's just this devastating realization that he's never going to be normal because he's been in prison and he's never going to be able to, no one's going to trust him. And so then the description at the end is him making a sawed off shotgun and doing some awful crime that we don't know what it is. And the, the final uh, verse of the song is him coming back and he can't get the smell from his hands, which you assume is the smell of gunpowder from whatever crime he just committed, or maybe it's the smell of blood. Uh, and he just goes to sleep. Um, it's incredible. So it's the, 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 the sort of getting sucked back into crime uh, story song. Got out of prison back in 86 And I found a wife Walked the clean and narrow Trying to stay out and stay alive Got a job rendering It ain't gonna make me rich In the darkness before dinner comes Sometimes I can feel the itch Got a cold mind I go tripping across that thin line Sick of doing straight time My uncle's at the evening table Makes his living running hot cars Slips me a hundred dollar bill Says, Charlie, you best remember who your friends are Got a cold mind Go tripping across that thin line I ain't making straight time Eight years in, it feels like you're gonna die. But you get used to anything, sooner or later it just becomes your life. The kitchen floor in the evening, 
tossing my little baby's eye. Mary smiling, but she watching me. Oh, out the corner of her eye. Seems you can't get any more than half free. Step out onto the punk hole, suck the cold air deep inside. Cold mind go dripping across that thin line. Second wind straight time. In a basement, ungun a hacksaw. Sip of beer at thirteen inches, barrel drop to the floor. Come home in the evening, can't get the smell from my hands. Lay my head down on the pillow and go drifting off in the foreign land. You know, I think the thing about that song specifically is it actually feels like you're in a uh, a noir film. Right. You know, it it's it sounds like the music that's playing in the background of a noir totally. film. That makes sense. Totally. Yeah, the tone is perfect, and then yeah. yeah, and you almost could listen to it. Also, just the chorus is kind of catchy. You know, We've got a cold mm-hmm. man, and it's like there's mm-hmm. you could listen to it and not really know that it's a story song and still kind of enjoy it as like nice, you know, soft music. But then when you listen to the lyrics, it's really there's a whole rich world there that's being created. And I think like the best fiction does. Um, you know, it's a story about a loser. You know, about this dude who's been released from prison, who's done something bad, and now has to go do something bad again just to right. to live, just to, to survive. But you can take a metaphorical trip in your own life, or aren't we all in some form or fashion, form or fashion, just doing time, waiting for <laughs> Christ to come back? Or is that what happens? Does he come back? What does he do when he gets back? Is he angry? I'm, I'm never sure. He comes back. Yep. When he comes back, he's mad, though, um, right? Yeah. 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 He's mad. He, it depends. It depends. And some of us are left behind. Right. Others... In this situation, I would, I would be killed because I'm a Jew. I, I don't know. I thought the whole revelation me, um, involves like the, save, the saving. Oh, there's the, of, the trials. The there's all the trials. Okay. I don't really listen to that oh, much, but this is another great story song. And what I like about this song is that again, it's it's a crime story, but it's completely fun. And almost funny, and it's a happy song. And I listened to this song for literally years before I realized it was a story song. And that's why I love it, and I wanted to play it. It's by Lyle Lovett, who I don't really listen to that much. But it's um, Lyle Lovett. It's called L.A. County. And it's just this great, catchy song. But when you listen to it, it's actually a story of a man going to kill the guy who took his wife, I guess, at the end. Yeah, so it starts off with, you know, well, let's just play it and, and give a listen. Yes. She left Dallas for California with an old friend at her side. Well, it did not say much 
There's, there's nothing better, I think, than a song that concludes with a jilted lover murdering two people on their wedding day. <laughs> Isn't it intense? Yeah. But it's so funny because the way he does the, um, you know, he, he, he sets it up by saying she left Dallas and, and right. she was driving towards L.A. with an old friend by her side. And then he sings about him driving with his old friend. Mm-hmm. And if you miss the next line, which is that my friend didn't say much it was a cold black 45 you might miss that he's like going there with a gun and it sounds like just a song about going to LA to get the girl and it's like it just and then of course he uses at the end he says that 45 told him goodbye Mm -hmm. so it's like all this language to sort of bury the violence of what's happening Um, and it sounds like this beautiful love song I mean even down to like the breakdown moment where all the you know drops down to just the the strumming guitar and him talking about seeing her on her wedding day you could, I mean, the first few years oh, that I listened to it. You know what it. it reminds me of is that song you picked last time, Julia, um, about the Johnny Cash song about the guy sitting on death row. And, and actually, that sort of is like a Johnny Cash song, like a Folsom County blues song. Yes. Um, that Lyle Lovett has done there. It's in that similar 
similar tone. Um, so, Julia, what what do you make of these two uh, of, of that murder song? Well, I mean, I think what's special about story songs is the music has the capability of performing a sarcastic task, totally. Mm-hmm. Which this which it does in this case It's like the upbeat music is providing a tone that is almost impossible to put off, pull off, you know, with just words. So, I mean, that's fun. That's funny. Um, it's kind of Johnny Cashy, although I think Johnny Cash is more harsh. You know, that's just in your face. When we talked about 25 minutes to right. go, I mean, what I love about that is like, there's no bridge, there's no chorus, it's just counting down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, a lot of songs employ music in this way that makes people completely miss the meaning of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the most famous example being not a story song, but, um, the police song, um, I'll be watching you or whatever the mm-hmm. real title is. So, you know, that is supposed to people, people think they're geniuses cause they're like, it's actually creepy, but that is the meaning of the song. Yeah. But since it's like a written like a love song, um, oh, you every know, breath you take, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, Blanking out. Um, but yeah, since it's written like a love song, people often miss that meaning. And, and, you know, that's really cool, powerful thing. And it really weeds out, you know, who's listening to the words. I mean, I think that song was great, but I also don't think it was as obscured as you think it was, Ryder. I mean, like, I think I would have heard that right away, or at least I would hope I would. Are, yeah. Are you saying right. Ryder's a fucking idiot? Are, are you, uh, no. Are okay. you saying uh, Ryder's dumb? Yeah, I'm, I'm dumb. All right. Todd, wow. let's get I mean, one thing straight. Look, we've been friends for a long time, but, uh, you know, if you're just going to do it, as the kids say, on blast, you know, just do it. Um, Todd, wow. you know what? Here's here's on blast for you, okay? On, okay. on the story song episodes, Ryder and I are allies and you are the enemy because your criteria just... makes no sense and you bring sports into it. Oh, God, so... there's sports in the song I'm going to play. I totally forgot there's a mention of sports in it. But oh, it, it plays an important role. All right, in, in let's, hear let's hear it. Let's hear well, it. Let's get so, it over with. But interestingly, this, yeah. this actually goes back to what you were saying a moment ago, Julia, about country music. And I would argue that Ryder's two songs, the Bruce Springsteen song and the Lyle Lovett song, Lyle Lovett specifically is country. Definitely country. And that country. Ghost of Tom Joad album by Bruce Springsteen is really rooted in sort of classic Americana music, um, of which yeah, folk and folk, yeah, yeah, you know, Woody Guthrie, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. The song I'm going to pick is, um, I think it's sort of, uh, it's obviously bluegrass inspired. It's a song called Dearly Departed Friend by Old Crow Medicine Show. And uh, I'm not a huge Old Crow Medicine Show fan, or I wasn't. And then I heard this song and I got obsessed with it. This is a song that um, actually is a full and complete story with lots of different levels to it. And the reason I like it, and then, then we'll just play it and we can talk about it, is that it's a, it's a guy standing at the grave of a friend who's just died. And he's going through the funeral, but he's also going through all of the pain he feels about things related to the death of this person and the reasons this person has died, which are both personal and social and geopolitical, which I think are pretty cool. Um, so anyway, let's hear Dearly Departed Friend by uh, Old Crow Medicine Show, and then we can talk about it. The service went the way it should have gone. No one talked too loud or cried too long. Except your mama's new boyfriend. He went on and on while they laid you in the ground. 
Right about then a truck backfired and all the boys, they flinched their heads. Yeah, that shook me up, I guess. I've been home a month now and I still can't get no rest. I'm standing by the grave of a dearly departed friend. With nothing much to say except sorry it turned out like it did. 21 guns for 21 years and American flags in the wind. Standing by the grave of a dearly departed friend. Barbecue grills and lawnmowers, kids on four wheelers and ice cream trucks. Yeah, they buried you on a Saturday. Georgia lost to Tennessee You would have liked that, I know Afterwards, we went to old Charlie's Your mama's boyfriend got drunk Saying it should have been me I wish it was Him, I mean So I went home, got drunk And watched the TV I'm standing by the grave Of a dearly departed friend Nothing much to say except Sorry it turned out like it did Twenty-one guns for twenty-one years And American flags in the wind Standing by the grave of a dearly departed friend Hey, there's only one road Around the old hackberry tree and tamp the dirt down. Y'all go on home now. There ain't nothing here to see. Standing by the grave of a dearly departed friend. With nothing much to say except sorry it turned out like it did. So that's a happy song. <laughs> Can I ask you great. to... A... I never heard that before. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, it, yes, you've asked us a question, Julia. Are you guys in this, like, deep slash mopey mood 100% of the time? 
because when it comes to my music, <laughs> yeah. yes, like without fail, I listen to depressing, sad. Music. Yes, like they're, they're, it's just where I go when I want music. It's I don't know. I yeah. I I've I've had that moment where I've tried to make like a a happy playlist because like people are coming over, we're having a barbecue. I got to make a happy playlist, and I end up picking songs that have like upbeat chorus but when you actually listen to lyrics they're still fucking depressing as hell like i don't know what it is about yeah i don't know yeah wendy asks me this a lot like could you play something that doesn't sound like people are whining or on the the last living day (laughs) and it's it's frankly quite hard for me to find stuff but see a song like that it's weird i find myself driving and listening to that song and and sort of being the music is uplifting like the lyle lovett song is Mm -hmm. um but then you hear the lyrics and obviously it's it's a pretty upset it's like a it's like a brief dj pancake short story yep. it totally is um and you know i i find that you know i find that spiritually edifying now, that's not to say i don't listen to you know stupid mundane songs on a fairly regular basis because i do but if i'm just driving like if i'm if i'm driving from palm springs to la for two hours i put on my my spotify on my phone and i play a playlist and it all sounds pretty much just like that and then i get to where i am and i cut my wrists and i bleed out everywhere and i get back in the car and and turn around come home um but that song you know it that song i think is a true accurate story song because it's going through a full narrative and it has really great subtext My, my favorite part is when he says, um, you know, no one cried too hard um, other than your mama's ex-boyfriend, or your mama's new boyfriend. Um, and then it gets to the part where it says, you know, he wishes it was him, and I and I do too, him I mean. Um, you know, where all of a sudden you realize there's all sorts of other stuff going on in this story that you're not privy to of this kid who's apparently come back from war, just like everyone else has, which is that great line, a car backfired and you know everyone yep. got jumped and that shook me up well that's what i love that's my favorite line of the mm-hmm. whole because the first time you hear that you're like why why are they so jumpy mm-hmm. and then because you haven't realized that it's a military funeral and then right. that comes you're like oh god how many of them are suffering from ptsd and, right. oh, it's great great song and, a, and a, that is a classic story song Whew. there's a, a beginning a middle and an end there's a narrative twist you know the the, the revelation that he and there's and there's sports. Yeah, there is. There are sports. There's sports. So when he says uh, they buried you on a Saturday, Georgia lost to Tennessee. You would have liked that, I know. That's 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 about college football. That's that's a sports game. <laughs> I I got that. I got but that. so that that seems to me like a classic story song um, with a plot and twists. And, and again, very country ish. Mm-hmm. So what's the deal? Like country music is is kind of the way it goes. I mean, I'm, I use, I mostly listen to folk folk based blues based music anyway. Not really country based, but that is interesting. I never thought about it. I, Very I guess close. It has, yeah, it has something to do with. I mean, I, I was thinking about what I listen to music for, and I do. I listen to music for lyrics and emotional performance, and those two things usually are you know, singer songwriters in the folk country rock tradition. I, I'm a rockist. I was going to pick another song, but it's like seven minutes long and we don't want to listen to a seven minute long song, but it's a song called Carissa by Sun Kill Moon. Um, who, if you guys aren't familiar with him, he's also goes by Mark Kozilek. Um, and if you've ever seen the movie, almost famous, he's the bass player in almost famous who only has one line of dialogue, which is let's just go get some barbecue. Um, <laughs> 
but it's a song about um, his cousin. It's a true story. It's a song about his cousin going out to take out the garbage, throwing the garbage away, and having an aerosol can explode and immolate her immediately. Um, what? Yeah, it's a crazy song. But then it turns out in the middle of the song that that's also how this guy's grandfather died. So two people in his family died taking the garbage ca- the garbage out and having an aerosol can blow up and immolate them. I've never even heard that that's a thing. Yeah, I, you know when you like look at uh, a can... <laughs> now I'm never going to throw anything away. Well, well, you know, on the back of an aerosol can it says content. <laughs> Every night I'm going to take out the garbage and be terrified yes. that it's going to explode. Be like, Alex, you didn't throw away hairspray, did you? That's, okay, that's literally what good. it is. So Jesus. you want to keep um, aerosol cans empty or otherwise away from flammable objects in your garbage can because you might blow up like Mark Kozilek's family has done. So it's a, it's a great song, but it's really long. So Tucker will play a little snippet of it here, um, but you guys should all go and, and listen to it on your own. Oh, Chris, when I first saw you, you were a lovely child. And the last time I saw you, you were 15 and pregnant and running wild. I remember wondering, could there be a light at the end of your time? But I left Ohio then and pretty much forgotten all about you. I guess you were there some years ago at a family funeral. But you were one of so many relatives, I didn't know which one was you. Yesterday morning I woke up to so many 330 areas. I called my mom back and she was in tears And asked how to spoke to my father Carissa burned to death last night In a freak accident fire In her yard in Brewster Her daughter came home from a party and found her Same way as my uncle Who was her grandfather Aerosol cam blew up in the trash. Goddamn, what were the odds? She was just the one song I do want to play is actually a happy song. Um, and I think probably we all know it. And it's not a country song. It's Ice Cube's It Was a Good Day. I almost put this um, too. Which I think is the greatest story song um, from the gangster rap era. Um we all know this song. Do we actually need to listen to it? Do we all know this song? I, I'm ne- I don't know this oh, song. Well, then you should listen to It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Break the Switch, I can make the ass drop. Hey, 
to stop at a red light Looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight And everything is alright I got a beat from Kim And she can fuck all night Called up the homies and I'm asking y'all Which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court and I'm troubled Last week fucked around and got a triple-double Freaking niggas every way like MJ I can't believe today was a good day Alright, I think I got the gist You want to just tell me where, where it ends up? The gist is I'm so not a hip-hop guy The gist guy. is he had an awesome day He ate breakfast but he, he didn't awesome pick day. out <laughs> I love that Yep Right and I, I've never, I haven't seen a blimp since I heard the song without looking up to it say, and looking at it and thinking, Ice Cube's a pimp. <laughs> and now there are photos of Ice Cube with the Goodyear blimp. Like, that's the thing now, that he's been around the Goodyear blimp. But it's also a really dark song. It's about, you know, no one got shot today. There wasn't a murder. The cops didn't hassle right. me. I got to... Right, he stops at the red light. There's no jackers in right. sight. You're I, like, that shouldn't be something that worth noting. <laughs> he got to smoke a lot that of weed. He got just to be, be standard. craps. Um, right. he, he got paged by a girl that he's been wanting to, and here I quote, dig out since, <laughs> since the eighth grade, I believe it is. <laughs> so, I mean, it is... It in was the, a good day. It was a good day. <laughs> no barking from the dog. No smog. How have you never heard that song before, Ryder? Because I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't listen to hip hop at all, or if I do, like, I don't know. No, I just don't listen to the radio. You know, I, my my exposure to music is clearly from like going from one artist to another to another. That because they are similar sounding or reference, I, I, I'm very limited in my music. Like, I I fully admit that my music taste is like, you know, this wide. It's just it's so narrow. I was holding my hands really close, listeners. Um, I don't, you know, <laughs> like I said, I need, I need, I need good lyrics. I need good lyrics, and I need an emotional performance. And like, you know, I I know that that sounds like I would like hip hop, but I've just completely missed missed that bandwagon. But so my musical taste is just super narrow. You know, it's it's singer songwriter. Um. Well, and I think I think gangster rap has sort of a. A pretty it, it, gangster rap is a descendant of some of those traditions. Of course, you know, of, of you know, it, it's a gangster song, which is not much different than a country western song, except for the racism, um, and um, <laughs> you know, and the narco ballads of of Mexico and all that stuff, and, and the um, the highwayman country songs, all that crap. It's all related. Um, but you know, hip hop obviously has evolved also from just telling stories to just being you know a listing of items basically. Um, but those those are those are two of my favorite uh, story songs from completely different swaths. Um, Julia, what 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 do you have for us tonight? Oh, guys, I have a million things. What do you want to make fun of me about? Should we listen to some really dumb songs? Do you have anything about horses? about horses yeah do you have any um, horse songs well i've got the tenacious d song which is kind of that is close. not a story song tribute Are is not s- a story song what it tribute absolutely is. is not a story song how it is, is not. tribute not a story song well it's not it's just a listing of things no it is it's not. not a story let's listen to it's it not. oh god i don't know this song 
This is the greatest and best song in the world. Tribute. Long time ago, me and my brother Kyle here. We was hitchhiking down a long and a lonesome road. All of a sudden, there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road. And he said, play the best song in the world or I'll eat your soul. Well, me and Kyle, we looked at each other and we each said, okay. And we played the first thing that came to our heads just so happened to be That's the thing. Is okay, that it, so it, it, I got it. What, what, <laughs> it's not a story sign because you don't care how it ends. Well, here's what it's a. I was actually thinking it's a frame song. It's like a. Yeah. There's a story frame, and then the chorus is supposed to be the song that they sing to the devil. Is that or the demon? Right. Yeah. In the road. Okay. Right. So it's like a. But. It, it's like a framing device for. And so there's a story around a song in a weird. No, meadow okay. way. All right, let's let's get something clear here. First of all, a story song isn't just any story song that you guys like, and if you don't like it, it's not a story. Okay? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I would pretty, I would disagree. I feel like that's a pretty good definition. <laughs> pretty directly a story in this song, and I included it because I saw the listener who mentioned it, and I absolutely agree it's dumb, but I feel like there's so much more room for humor in story songs than another kind of song. So, you know, I wanted to put in a couple things that were funny, including also this Usher and R. Kelly song that Todd hates more than anything. Oh, God, um, I hate this song. Uh, which we can sample in a second, but, you know... Oh, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the framing. So the framing is... And there's other songs that are great, too, Um that I didn't include here that used framing. So, I mean, I think a lot of story songs are, are good Which because Which is just using... a thing Ryder just made up. So it does not exist. It does exist, though. Because, <laughs> hold on. There's a difference, though, between... Okay, if the chorus of a song is... If, if the story of the song of t- this Tenacious D song... The story is, I'm going to sing you a song. Here's the story behind the song. And then the chorus is just the song, right? Like, that's the idea? Right. That's different no, than no, no, using no. the chorus no, to that... tell a story. But the, why does the chorus have to tell the story? And that's not exactly accurate. The framing of the song is that Tenacious D is telling you the song of them meeting the demon, and they sang the this amazing song, right. but it can never be recreated. So that's why the song is called Tribute, because 
the the chorus line is, this is not the greatest song in the world. This is a tribute. Gotcha. So they're gotcha. telling yeah. you, the listener, the story of them meeting this demon and playing this awesome song that can never be created again. That is totally if that a story isn't song. that is a story song, that is a story I don't know song. what I is. Because they're yeah. talking to the listener, telling them what happened. Now, the fact that they're like moving around in time is, you know, a sophisticated piece of, you know, reckoning. <laughs> reckoning with the way they're unfolding the story but it doesn't right. make it less of a story than the country songs that you guys favor which That's is true. this happened then this happened then this happened then this right. happened the end i shot myself There's That's just... the story songs you like <laughs> are you saying that suicide is not a serious topic do it uh no i'm yeah no it's not yeah, you're right. There's um there's a really interesting Here's my problem with the song oh, okay. is i don't like it yeah well, that's fine. You like your music to take itself a little more seriously, right? Well, that's not true. I mean, there, there's a song that I've loved since I was a little kid called The Ballad of Irving, the 142nd fastest gun in the West. And it's about a Jewish cowboy. Uh, and it's a very funny song. 141 were faster than he, but Irving was looking for 143. Irving. Oh, my God. I've never heard <laughs> it's of It's a very funny song. <laughs> All right, let's whip through uh, 20 more seconds of another really dumb song so that Ryder can hear this Usher and R. Kelly song. Oh, God, so, yes. Let's, let's do uh, that. Ryder, I'd like you to look up Usher, R. Kelly, same girl. Prepare yourself for an STD also. It's a song about getting an STD. Wanna introduce you to this girl Think I really love this girl Yeah Man, she's so fine Straight up dog She stand about five for Coca-Cola red bone Damn She drive a black Durango License place say angel Tattoo on her ankle Plus she's making pesos Got a crib on Peace Street Right on 17th Street And I call her TT Wait a minute, hold on dog Do she got a kid? Yep She plus some Waffle House Yep do she got a beauty mark on the left side of her mouth? Man. Went to Georgia Tech. Yep. Works for TBS. Yep. And I can't believe it's shit. Damn. Mm -hmm. Tell me what's wrong, dog. What the hell you damning about? I'm your homie, so just say what's on your mind. Man, I didn't know that you were talking about her. So, man, you telling me you know her? Do I know her? Like a path to know his world. We messing with the same girl. Same girl. How could the love of my life? In my potential wife be the, the same girl, same girl, same girl, man. I can't believe that we've been messing with her. Alright, I've reached the narrative twist. It's the same girl. Alright. Do I need to keep listening or do we we got it? <laughs> See, it turns out no, you're good. what you might oh not God. know from the title they're is that they're messing the with the same girl. girl. Yeah. That, they're messing with the same that, girl. That like auto-tune vocal sound drives me crazy. They're like, <laughs> it's like stop. Like you're not singing. You're talking, and then you're an, a computer is making it into music. Like that is so annoying. Uh, the larger issue with "Same Girl" by uh, R. Kelly and Usher, or whoever the hell is that? Who it is? R. Kelly and Usher is is that it's it's yes. basically hey. Check it out. You and I are both uh, going to have genital warts in about a week. You and I have had sex with the same women. Therefore, we're wiener cousins. And where I come from, this right here, 
Stronger than family. It reminds me of, do you guys I remember the, the Michael lesson. Jackson, Paul McCarthy song? The Girl's Mine? Yes. 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 It's so similar, yeah. 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 It's the same yeah. sort of, right. But that would at least, you know, they talk to each other. I'm yeah. Love not like Paul McCartney it. and Michael Jackson had the same They're just girl. hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That song, but, well, <laughs> that same girl song is just, it's a really weird song. And I don't think it's a story. I think it's a an anecdote of why you should get married <laughs> okay all right definitely a story song not a story definitely it, it's just two dudes who realize they're having sex with the same woman which is a story i mean that yeah thank you that, right. there's definitely a narrative twist there like there, the point of listening to the song is not to like groove along and listen to somebody express their emotions the point is to reach that moment where you go ah I didn't see that coming, even though you could if you knew the title. But right. the idea is that the <laughs> listener goes, oh, that's clever. They're, you know, supposed to be singing these, you know, wonderful attributes of a different girl. And it turns out it's the same girl. Like, that, that. there's definitely a narrative twist there. I think the title is the problem also. I mean, as you just mentioned, Ryder. But I get this with a lot of things. Like, I, I inexplicably rented the movie Lone Survivor to watch on a plane. And I was like, 15 minutes in, I was like, oh, I guess Mark Wahlberg is going to live. Survivor. Yeah, I guess, I guess he's, I guess he's the lone survivor because right. he's the star. Huh. All right. Well, I mean, I guess escape from which list... mountain they're going to get off which mountain. Turns out. So this is not going any better than last time when I played Lucky by Britney no. Spears. Uh, so we'll listen to a song I like in a second, but you know, I just really do want to reiterate that it's okay for songs to be funny. And obviously Usher and R. Kelly are doing this like a giant joke and R. Kelly's done a lot of music like this. So, you know, I think it's great. Good for them. It's funny. It's fun. Well, it's also creepy because R. Kelly had sex with a 14 year old girl and, and taped it. So that that makes it a little darker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Maybe it should be messing with the same woman. Definitely. Adult yeah, that woman. would make it. That would make it a little less egregious. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, what's your next so, song, Julia? Um, I th- my last song will be. Uh, and you know, it's not very long, so you guys will probably say it's not a story song, but it's a really great song. Is "To Zion" by Lauren Hill. And the story happens mostly in the first half of the song, so that's yeah, all we have to listen to. This is just the song to her, her son, right? I remember this song. Zaya. Baby, use your head. 
Not a story. Not a story. Not a story. No. No. Once again, Julia, you failed to <sighs> grasp the concept of the story song. God, you were just all over all right. Julia tonight. You were just like, <laughs> this is just the attack Julia. Like from the moment all we right. got onto this she Google didn't Hangout together. Know. She didn't know what to do. She found out she was pregnant. Everybody told her not to have the baby. Then she had the baby, and now it's the greatest thing that ever happened in her life. Yeah, how that's, is that, that not a story? That's just that's just an occurrence. There's not there's not a plot. People get pregnant, have children, and it's great. Look well, at Ryder. I think I think the point of yeah, I carried that baby. <laughs> I think the point great. the point of of like there is a narrative component. Like there is, but 
but she's the point of the song is to reach a moment where she can express herself like a, the chorus it, i don't know it's just different than a story song where the point of the story is or the point of the song is to reach a narrative turn right like that like i yes. feel like there's a story in the verses of most songs you know you listen to like brown eyed girl and it's like yeah, there's, mo- but really, Brown Eyed Girl is, it's there, the, the story is kind of half-assed to just support la 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 la, right. you know, like, that's what you're really listening to the song for. Um, you're not like, I don't know, well, maybe that's a bad example, because that does have kind of a story element. Now he I think that... The Brown Eyed Girl. <laughs> I think... Writers never evaluating everything. <laughs> I feel I'm being abused tonight, and... <laughs> Settle down, Julia. You're not being abused. How uh, dare you? So, Settle down, uh, Julia. No, I mean, Settle I down. think that... I don't know. Maybe this is a... Uh, this is rough because, like, for her, and, like, putting it in the context of her musical career, you know, she was huge with the Fugees. Like, again, she's speaking to her Doesn't audience. Matter. She's Doesn't Well, matter. listen. Listen to what I'm saying. She's speaking to her audience. She's speaking to the producers. It is about the decision whether or not to have her baby, to choose between her baby and her career. And then she mm-hmm. chooses and she's, you know, happy with her decision. Now, the song is really short, so there's not a second verse, but, or there's not a third verse, but it doesn't make it any less of a narrative. It's got bef- beginning, middle, and end. You know, it's just that she rests really hard on her joy with her conclusion. That's a story, guys. Hmm. I don't know. God, this is debatable. I mean, I just, I, I feel like you, we could say there's a, yeah, I don't know, but maybe we need a, we need a much stricter definition of story song. Then. Unsure See, what the balance held, I touch my belly overwhelmed. That's yeah, that's setting. not a story. That's that's just an that's but just they, feeling. But something. that could be a poem. But the, yeah, like, why is there a feeling? Like, what's the difference between a poem and a, a, a piece of fiction, a, a narrative, a story? Like, you uh, can plot. say right. Plot. You could say that, like, uh, that the function is that there's there's crossover. There's definitely crossover. Like, you could say that there are you know sh- certain short stories that really function as poems. Um, you know, I'm thinking of like micro short stories and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there are certainly poems that function kind of like short stories. So there's 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 room. But we understand that the point of a poem is different than the point of a short story, right? Like those, right. We, whether, whether we know that those are, are, are terms that are kind of interchangeable and, and uh, permeable, but we, for the sake of convenience, we, we distinguish between these genres. I don't think that, that To Zion falls into the genre of a story song. No, I don't think so either. But it has a story element to it. <laughs> I, I think what you podcast. are misunderstanding. What you're misunderstanding, Julia, is it's that... It's been a while since Julia songs... quit this podcast. It's been... I, I, it's almost been like 50 episodes since we've made Julia quit. In order for this to be a story song, two things have to happen. One, someone needs to die. Yeah. And mm-hmm. two, someone needs to ponder killing themselves. Right. <sighs> Without those things, it's not a story song. Here's the thing. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think you can express yourself and express your emotions from your life and still not have that be a story. Well, here's the thing, guys. So... You know, the other one that I picked for Sirius, and we don't have to play it because everybody knows the song and many people suggested it, is Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, and that's about being trapped in a small town. That's a story song. Yes, absolutely. It's a great story song. But I think that it's a great song. I think that Tracy Chapman's song and Lauryn Hill's song share something in that, you know, for a woman, 
like being trapped and feeling trapped in your body and that kind of decision is like the biggest decision that you could possibly make. You know what I mean? Whether but that's, that's she's, but, but Lauren Hill is like, Lauren Hill is talking about the, like the point of listening to the song is to kind of share in that emotion, not to hear about her decision whether or not to keep the child. Like if right. she, like the fast car is literally about, like, yes, it's she, it, you could say that fast car is about feeling trapped by a poverty of cycle, but she, or a, a cycle of poverty, but she's not sitting there going, singing a song going, now I've decided I'm gonna, you know, get up and stand up for myself and not be poor ever again. I'm gonna try and do something different with my life. No, she's saying, you've got a fast car and we're gonna drive tonight. We're gonna get away in, in your car. That is like a narrative thrust. That is, a, you know, she's mm -hmm. saying, and then she's describing a, a series of scenes like, oh, we're doing this and then we were going over here and then this happened and you've been drinking too much and you've got this kind of job. I'm working as a checkout girl. Like those are narrative components and you have to sort of, dra uh, you know, uh, find the thematic point. Whereas Lauren Hill is just hitting the thematic point. Like I was pregnant. And that's it. Like once she's pregnant, the song is certain narrative component. Mm -hmm. The song is kind of over. It's just now she's going to sing about the state of being pregnant and express emotions and be very poetic and maybe, you know, arise emotions in the listener. But that's not the same thing as like telling a story that allows the story to give you the emotion. There, there is incidentally a paucity of women on our um, story song playlist. And this is a playlist that we opened up for, for the public. And I asked, hey, give us some more songs by women and there, there just weren't a ton because i think a lot of them fall into this strange bad guy on the edge of town type of story hmm. but then there's songs like brick by ben folds five um, which a lot of listeners picked which is about a woman and a man but it's sung by a man and it's about an abortion um and you know that's that's a pure story song in that one, but it's it's also about being trapped in your body and about decisions you make and the bad choices you make. But I wonder what it is about um, about the genre itself where it doesn't seem like as many women are singing these kinds of songs. Or maybe it's just that we didn't have... The, the listeners and us didn't pick that many. I, I don't know. Listeners, if you have great story songs by women, add them, add them to the playlist. Um, Again, I, it, I imagine uh, a lot of them fall in the country, which, yeah. which yeah. admittedly none of I us I mean, are. the Dixie there was, chicks have like, you know, a lot. A lot. Yeah, Dixie and chicks do a lot. a bunch of people added Fancy by Reba McIntyre and um, Bobby Gentry, who did it originally, which is a song about a woman who, if memory serves me correct, um, is a lady of the night. Oh, yeah. Um, or Ode to Billy Joe, but or The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia, um, you know, which are, are also crime songs. Um, but, you know, I think, I think a song like Brick that everyone seemed to pick, like people on Twitter said it overwhelmingly, oh, Brick by Ben Folds Five, is an unusual story because it's just the most sad and depressing story for everyone involved. It doesn't paint abortion in a good light. It doesn't paint keeping a child in a good light it just paints a bad situation of people who are in you know an untenable situation which i think is you know sort of a, a good yeah subtextual story to tell um and you know it, I, I remember seeing ben folds five in concert and people singing along to brick and thinking this is a really weird sing-along song <laughs> you know oh yeah we're gonna go down to the clinic and abort the child song um it's just a so we'll we'll We'll, we'll ride that out today as uh, as we leave our story songs. A little bit of Brick by Ben Folds 5 to get you guys really happy 
for your weekend. <laughs> and that'll do it for this episode of Literary Disco. Join us in two weeks when Jill Alexander S. Baum, author of Housefrau, and she has picked a poetry collection for us to read, Interrobang by Jessica Piazza. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and thanks for listening. 6 a.m. Day after Christmas I throw some clothes on in the dark The smell of cold Car seat is freezing The world is sleeping I am numb Up the stairs to a